Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode 46 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. Before I get to today's podcast, which is titled Patients Don't Care About Your Qualification, just let me tell you quickly about um, an online course that we are bringing out in the next few weeks. This will be a course delivered live by myself via Zoom. Um, over six modules, approximately eight weeks, called New Patients on Tap, a marketing um, course where I will teach you everything that I have taught my one-on-one clients that's going to help you change your clinic and your life just like it did for me and for my clinic. Um, It is a marketing course that is designed to help you begin the journey to earning more while working less Uh, designed to teach you how to fill your clinic's diary with your ideal patient and how to set in um, inside your clinic step by step the marketing system that I have used personally in my clinic to scale my business by four to five hundred percent and still growing we'll teach you how um, all the tools you need for a killer website and so on Um, I could go on and on, but I won't because we want to get to the podcast. If you're interested in the course, then go to morepracticeprofits.com forward slash slash waitlist and you will automatically be one of the first people that um, get an option to enroll in this course. So anyway, on with the podcast. Um, Patients don't care about your qualification. Um, Now, I'm sure there are people that are shouting at this going, that's not completely true. And it's not 100% true. I understand that obviously people do care that we are qualified. But really what I mean is that people don't really care whether you're a podiatrist or you're a physiotherapist or you're um, a chiropodist or whatever we call ourselves. They don't really care do you have a 2-1 or a 2-2 or a 1st or do you have a master's or a PhD. What they care about is what's in it for me which is a completely normal thing for human beings to think. Um, If you put yourself in their situation and you imagine that you have a shoulder injury, um, you have a load of options. You might go and decide to go and see an orthopedic surgeon. You might go and see a sports therapist that you know works with a high-profile team and maybe has a diploma. You may decide uh, to go and see a physiotherapist who has a master's. Uh, You might decide to go and see an osteopath because your GP suggested it. And... You have to remember that when you decide to see any of these people, they're all as valid as each other and your reasons are as valid as each other. But you're not going to particularly care whether they got a 2-1 and 2-2 or whether they're an orthopedic surgeon or a physio. What you're going to care about is what's in it for me. Can they fix me? Can they get me to where I want to be? And your patients are thinking the exact same thing. And if you you think... anything other than that is the case, well, then I'm afraid you're fooling yourself. Your patients are, or potential patients, are comparing you to all of their other options all of the time, be it a chiropractor, a physio, an orthopedic surgeon, or not getting treatment at all. And the sooner that us medical professions 
um, accept this and just move on and decide, well, I'm, this is the case, this is the way people are, I've got to deal with it, the better. Because then once we accept it and we decide we're going to deal with it and we learn the, the tools to deal with it, you will free yourself from the barriers that hold you back from scaling your business by blaming um, that people don't understand my qualifications. And unfortunately, this is something we see in podiatry, especially quite a lot. So how do you um, get over this? How do you deal with the fact that your patients really don't care what qualification you have and really only care about what's in it for them? Well, the first thing I would tell you to do is don't lose any sleep on it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting that your qualification is not important. Of course it's important. Um, education is, is so important to me that we uh, we close our clinic every single week for a number of hours to simply do CPD. We invest heavily paying for our staff to go on courses abroad. Education is vital, but it's vital so that you have a team um, who are competent, highly competent at what they do. It's not as relevant when it comes to marketing and, and your clinic to your patients. It's important if you're looking for a job um, in academia or, or you're, you're expecting to publish articles and so forth. Yes, I can understand why people would place more emphasis on it. But to your patients, they don't really care. So don't lose sleep on it. You should absolutely explain your qualification anywhere that you that is appropriate, your website and so forth. But in the eyes of mo most patients, this is not going to be the reason that they pick you. The reason that they're going to pick you is s many, and but it's not significantly down to your qualification. And if you're not agreeing with me and you're shouting at the podcast, then ask yourself, of all the patients that you see, how many of them say to you, what qualification do you have? You know, when they do so, it's more, I find, it's polite conversation. Well, where did you go to college? Or uh, what's the difference between a podiatrist and a chiropodist? Or what's the difference between a podiatrist and a physio? But at that point, they've already picked you. So they obviously didn't pick you because of your qualification. The second thing you need to do to... Uh, to improve your business because your patients aren't worrying about your qualification is to make sure that you have a superior customer service. You need to be able to distinguish yourself from others with your superior customer service. Now, when I say customer service, I don't mean clinical treatment because having exceptional um, or indeed at worst above average clinical care is a given. If you're not doing that, if you're not providing the actual product, which is your profession well, then you're never really going to get anywhere. I'm talking about the customer service beyond that. I'm talking about how you interact with your patient throughout their life cycle, other than when they're sitting on the patient chair in front of you or the patient bed. Are you following up with them afterwards? Are you um, giving um, uh, advice beforehand before you even see them. Is your front desk um, uh, staff well-trained? Are they able to answer the questions that they need? Is the clinic clean? Is it inviting? The, or does it appear like a, a badly run uh, GP clinic um, with magazines that are 18 months out of date? You know the type I'm talking about. You need to be able to distinguish yourself from all of those other clinics that are out there, all of those other options that those patients have. 
um, if you give me an example, um, I went to my um, normal dentist recently. I'll go maybe every four or five months to see the hygienist. And once a year, the dentist will call in and he'll give me um, a checkup and he'll have a chat. And the last time I went in, he called in, even though he wasn't due to see me, just to compliment me on the customer service that he'd got. Uh, it was his daughter had got when he come to see the clinic. And what he was talking about was the aftercare, um, where we would send a handwritten letter to every new patient after they've been the first time. It's just simply thanking them for coming to see us and picking us and um, trusting us with their health. And this was the thing that stepped out for him. This guy is a medically trained dentist and what mattered to him or what was the most memorable part of the whole patient journey for him and his daughter was the customer service as opposed to um, our qualifications, if you know what I mean. So make sure you have a superior customer service that helps to distinguish you from all of the other options that your patients have. Third thing I'll tell you to do is to make sure you have great systems which ensure a continual standard of care. So what I mean by this is if you, every clinic, every business has systems, whether they're intentional or not, how you answer the phone, how you treat your patients um, clinically, how you look, uh, walk them to the, to the desk, how you rebook them, all of that sort of stuff. You need to try and make sure that in your clinic that these systems are written down somewhere, they're recorded, and that the system that you as the owner of the clinic has decided that you're going to use is the system that all of your staff use. So that when a patient comes to see any particular clinician, that there's no major difference between seeing John and seeing Mary to have uh, their care. Otherwise, what will happen is the patient will become dependent on one clinician or another. And often you'll find that it's actually you, the owner, that they're becoming dependent on. And it's very difficult to step away from the clinic. What you want for a well-run clinic is a clinic where it's the systems that determine the quality of care as opposed to simply the um, clinician there. That way you're not going to be become dependent on any star clinician. And in certain clinics, when this happens, when that star clinician um, threatens to leave, they'll often find that in an act of desperation, the owner will give them um, significant increased terms or um, even indeed uh, partnership, handing away a part of their business f because they become so dependent on one person as opposed to having great systems. And the last thing I would tell you to do to get over the fact that your patients don't really care about our qualifications is to learn marketing. Learning marketing and implementing good quality marketing that you hold accountable for every penny you spend is vital. It's what transformed my business. It's what transformed my life. It's what allowed me to take six months complete sabbatical from treating patients, yet my business continues to grow over those six months. Because what good quality marketing will do it, is it will allow you to attract the kind of patient that you really want to work with. And it'll allow you to stop attracting patients that suck. It'll allow you to pick and choose the patient that comes in, that's compliant, that does what you need them to do and gets that outcome. Because you understand and you empathize with that patient. Good quality marketing will teach you that 
why patients don't care about your qualifications and why you shouldn't take it personally and what you need message you do need to learn to make sure that you resonate with those patients that you're looking to attract and how you deliver that message and where you deliver that. So um, when I say that your patients don't care about your qualifications, this doesn't mean that your qualifications aren't important. They're important to you. They're important to the actual product that you do, that you do a good quality care. But simply having a great qualification like a master's or a a PhD doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be the best clinician. It doesn't mean that you're going to have the best business. And it certainly is not something that's going to guarantee you that your patients come in the door. Other factors, customer service, um, systemization, and a really good quality marketing system is what's going to do that for you. So until next week, um, and over the next few weeks, what we're going to do is we're going to focus heavily on marketing. I'm going to give you lots of um, tips and some um, that you can implement into your business to improve the marketing. We're going to do some interviews with some people who've um, implemented these processes into their business, all in the lead up to my new marketing um, um, course, New Patients on Tap Formula, which will be launching at the um, in early March. So until ne- next week, this is Lorcan Donnelly, podiatrist and health business mentor, signing off.